dietitian. And I'm Tara, a journalist. We're mums of little ones and we're also sisters. New Mums Nutrition is a podcast that helps you optimize your nutrition and thrive in this season of life. Welcome back to the New Mums Nutrition podcast. I'm Lana, an expert pre and postnatal dietitian. And today we're discussing one of the most requested podcast episodes, answering the question, how can you boost your milk supply? Now, if you're worried that you don't have enough milk or you have a low milk supply, it can be really confusing to know what can actually boost your supply. Or you might be pregnant and preparing for your breastfeeding journey and looking at all the information out there, it's hard to know what's a wives' tale and what isn't. Everything from oats, fenugreek, brewer's yeast and the like, it just goes on and on. Well, the most common reason why people end their breastfeeding journey is because they think they have a low milk supply or there are milk supply issues. So I really want to help you to reach your breastfeeding goals, whatever they may be. Today, we're really going to take a step back and look at the fundamentals of milk supply. We'll have a look at food does play a role in it. But if you're struggling in this area, I think it's really important to know that today is just general information and that it's really helpful to get specific advice from a lactation consultant for you and your specific situation. Today, we're not going to cover each specific food and that we will be doing in a later episode. But today, I really had to cover the foundations first before we go and get into the nitty gritty detail. So I often see people try everything from cookies to herbal remedies and those things may help but if we're not addressing the root cause or addressing the milk supply issue then it could just be all futile and even more it can delay you getting help and I, and I get it if you're not producing enough milk you want to do Anything and everything to help boost that supply can be so, so stressful. So let's go over the basics and then dive into how eating can actually play a part. Now, the most important thing to know is that milk supply works off supply and demand. If you take anything from this episode, this is what I want you to take, that milk supply works off supply and demand. That is the more that milk is removed, the more your body will produce. So then it comes down to making sure that your milk is removed effectively, which is why I suggested a lactation consultant earlier that can help with some of those issues and help troubleshoot how to remove milk more effectively. And this is why babies cluster feed as a newborn to help establish and maintain your milk supply. We have two key hormones that help us to do this, prolactin, so the milk hormone, and oxytocin, the love hormone that help to promote your supply. This is often why uh, people talk about sleep and managing stress and how that can be really important to look at. So please reach out for help from others so that you're able to get some sleep and even health professionals if you need help with uh, your mental health. So let's consider what you need to focus on when it comes to your eating. As I mentioned earlier, these are the foundations rather than specific foods. But we really have to cover these things first. I want you to sort of check them off in your head as we go through them. And like I said, these things are on top of 
being able to make sure you're draining that breast effectively and efficiently, that is the number one thing that is going to dictate your supply. So let's get into the food side of things. The first thing that you need to make sure you're doing is that you're having enough calories. If you're breastfeeding, you burn an extra 500 calories or 2,000 kilojoules higher than the average person who wasn't breastfeeding. That is almost the equivalent of an hour run. It can be exhausting and take your body a lot of energy to do that. It can even be as high as 700 calories and for some people it will be lower than this as well. So it's really important to make sure that you are nourishing your body well. And this is something I often help clients with when they're preparing uh, for breastfeeding if they're pregnant or if they're postpartum uh, to make sure that they're nourishing their body well. 500 calories in terms of food just simply might be the equivalent of, of five apples or two or three muesli bars or five slices of bread. But we want to make sure we're diversifying and not just eating five apples to boost our supply. We know that it's really important to be eating extra food and making sure that it's nourishing food as well. Too often I see people uh, turning to dieting and this might actually compromise your milk supply, but also the quality. Let's not forget that what we eat can contribute to, um, particularly for micronutrients, that what we eat can contribute to the quality of the micronutrients in our breast milk, like folate and iodine, for example. Now, the second consideration I want you to think about is not losing too much weight too quickly. Now, everyone has a different experience with postpartum weight, but if you're losing more than half a kilo a week, that can be a sign that you're underfueling and can impact your milk supply and, and leave you with a lower milk supply. As a side note, I suggest that it can be very hard to meet all your nutrient requirements if you're losing weight quicker than this. Any more than that, it can be really, it can really impact the amount of breast milk your body's making, as I mentioned earlier. Now, if you are struggling with losing weight too quickly, that can be a, a flag for, for a few different uh, medical complications or just that you're uh, not nourishing your body adequately for breastfeeding. And so that's where getting some one-on-one -on -one help can be really important. And so that's where you'd reach out to your healthcare team. And also, on the other hand, if you're someone who's wanting to safely know how to lose weight while breastfeeding... That's where there are a lot of times we want to DIY our nutrition and, and um, try what our friends have done. But this is where it's really important to make sure for, for you and for your bub to make sure that you are adequately nourishing your body and knowing how to lose weight safely as well. Now, there's no, I just want to make a preface that there's no expectation for you to, to lose a certain amount of weight, a certain amount of time. It's really about you being comfortable in your own body and finding your healthy weight. But it's a question I get asked all the time on Instagram when I do weekly Q&As is how can I lose weight safely while breastfeeding? And so that's where you really want to get one-on-one -on -one advice and that's something I do with my clients as well in the virtual clinic. 
So let's move on to the next one. The next thing I want you to consider is hydration. Now, if you're someone who's experienced low supply, you you might roll your eyes at this one. But especially if you're preparing to uh, breastfeed and you're preparing for postpartum, you're currently pregnant, knowing how important hydration is. Now, everyone will differ slightly how much milk they produce, but on average, for an exclusively breastfed baby, you'll produce about 700, 750 mils of breast milk a day. Some people do produce more than this, but just take it as an average. And we know that breast milk is about 88% water. So that has to come from somewhere. And if you're worried about your supply, this is the first thing to be looking at is making sure you're having at least an extra litre of water. And there are a few ways you can monitor it for yourself. The first, make sure your pee is clear or a pale colour when you go to the bathroom. Secondly, if you're already feeling thirsty, this is your brain telling you you're already dehydrated and it's a sign to have more water. Thirdly, you could be feeling really, really hungry. And that's very common when you're breastfeeding. We said you're having an extra 500 calories a day. That's how much your body requires. But if you're eating your regular meals and snacks and they're nourishing and they're they're balanced meals and you're eating those throughout the day and you're still feeling really, really hungry, that's a sign to check in with yourself to make sure you've had enough water because that could be another sign that you're not having enough fluid. So these are just a few things to consider. It's really important to think about sleep and stress, as I said earlier as well. I know it's really hard to get sleep, but prioritizing that over having a tidy house is actually really important. Now, in terms of lactation cookies, we're going to do another episode on the nitty gritty specifics of food. Normally, the way I often see in practice that lactation cookies actually work is because they do help to boost the amount of calories that you're having throughout the day. And we'll get into the nitty-gritty of galactagogues, which are foods or a type of substance that's believed to assist and maintain or boost your milk supply. That's another episode. And so they may contain some of those foods as well, and we'll get into the evidence around that. So to sum it up, The way we can boost our supply is to remember that our supply works on supply and demand. The more milk we remove, the more milk our body will produce. So making sure that you're able to remove that milk effectively. So it's getting a lactation consultant to help with latch, with working on making sure milk is being removed efficiently and effectively. Checking for things like lip ties and tongue ties is really key. The second thing is that food does play a role. We need to address the foundations first, making sure that we're getting enough calories, making sure that we're hydrated and making sure that we're not losing weight too quickly. And one of the key takeaways, I think it's so important that we don't delay getting help by just relying on cookies alone to boost your supply. You need to be looking out for those red flags. If you're noticing dry nappies, your bub is difficult to rouse, they're pale, floppy, they're not feeding or little interest, they're having less 
then half of their normal feeds if they've already established supply, then that's where you really want to be getting help as soon as possible. So do make sure that you're uh, removing milk effectively, that you're getting help in order to do that, that you are feeding on demand as well uh, instead of by a strict sort of three hourly schedule, making sure that you're nourishing your body appropriately, that you're not losing weight too quickly and that you are drinking lots and lots of fluid to meet those increased demands. If you're unsure of how much and what you need to be eating for breastfeeding, then please download my free New Mums Nutrition Checklist to make sure that you are adequately fueling your body. If you want to know where to start with postpartum nutrition, you can download our New Mums Nutrition Checklist at lanahurst.com. Now, this podcast is general in nature. It doesn't replace individual medical advice. Also, please subscribe, review and share this podcast with a friend so that more women can optimize their nutrition and enjoy the experience of motherhood. 